Vem. Fitness. Pod. Woo? Hello, and welcome to the Ven Fitness Podcast with me, Ross. And that's it. So unless you're my mum, um, you're probably going to be quite disappointed. Um, you heard correctly, it is me, Ross. Um, I think let's go in order of preference in which way you want to hear them. Uh, Jamie is not here because unfortunately he's had a close contact of the COVID variety. Um and is being responsible, doesn't want to give it to anyone. Uh, to, be f- to be honest, he'd probably be fine giving it to me, uh, but we should really look after our guest or guests. There we go, building the tension, even though you will have read the title of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jamie's not here, unfortunately. He's had a, a quick close cov- uh, contact for COVID, uh, but we might try and dial him with some uh, computer magic. And Ven's been sapped because he shits. <laughs> so, welcome to the Ven Fitness Podcast. We should really rebrand as well, actually, because... I mean, if we've actually sacked him, which we have, it feels like we don't really need him in the name. But um, let's try and get an apology from Jamie first. Hi, is that Jamie? Hello. Hi, it's Chris Tarrant from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, no, it's, it's Ross from the M Fitness Podcast. Have you got an apology? Have I got an? Yes, have I got an apology? I have indeed. It's a lovely view I've got of your lovely pink t-shirt. Thank you. Um, yeah, apologies, I can't be with you today. Close contact, um, so we're playing it on the safe side, and we'll see what happens. Cool, thank you. You've just repeated everything I just said, so uh, have a good evening, and I uh, hope you feel better soon. Well, I'll just say that uh, it was 100% worth it for the, the big game we had last week. Oh, it was. Right, that's him gone. Okay, so there we go. We've had the excuses out of the way. Uh, it's just me, so enjoy. Um Fortunately, though, it isn't just me, because that would be really, really good. Um, but it's not just me. We have got not one, but two. Bl- no, actually, we've got one blue tick special guest, <laughs> one non-blue tick special guest. <laughs> but we have got a former... <laughs> we have a former England under-20 superstar and a former Ireland under-20 superstar I'll take that. I'll take that. from the new pod HQ, not in Tooting, but in Whiteleaf, South London. <laughs> Please welcome to the sofa. First of all, Gabs Ibatoy. Gabs Ibatoy, and to his left, Noel Swando. Noel Swando, welcome to the pod. I'll, I'll clap because we've got no friends to clap. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the pod, boys. Um, Gabs, this is your second episode on the Ven Fitness podcast. Yeah, um, second appearance. Excited. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Gabs and I have had a lovely moment when we've we've both worked out that we've got exactly the same footwear, um, yeah. which is nice. What what size are yours? I got mine in a 12. Oh, you got bigger feet than me, yeah, which is... Get, get size up. I mean, that's understandable as well, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I've only got an 11, so, you know, Not listeners can decipher <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, but welcome to the pod. Um, I can introduce you by your full name because I practice it so many times, it's fully ingrained into my head. Go on, let's go for it. All right, here we go. Gabriel Olamatimidi. Oh, shit. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, no. Gabriel. Gabriel Olamatimidi. Coyote Ibatoya. Yeah, very close. Oh, Thank you. Same, Thank you very much. I've practiced that a lot. It's still stuck in there. Um, now, I, I went back to listen because obviously the first question we have on the Web Fitness podcast is, uh, have you got any nicknames? And the only ones we came up with last time or that you came up with were Blade or yeah. Sanka. Yeah, no, no one calls me that anymore. Nah, uh, did you get any in Israel? 
Nah. Right, so we got Gabs. No, just Gabs. Yeah, just Gabs. That was it. And then, and then next to him, we have Niall Saunders or Swando. Swando, <laughs> <laughs> Swando are, we, are we good with Swando? Yeah, Swando's yeah. good. We'll go with Swando. Or Noel. 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 I like Noel, actually. That's yeah, Noel's good. right. Noel's, I've been forced to use Noel, mate. What about Neil? <laughs> mate, you see, this is what the problem Neil, was. Neil's mate. a good one as well. You have it? a name like Noel, mate. Everybody calls you Neil. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Or Nails. Nail Sanders. Yeah, Nails. <laughs> yeah, I never, Tel Aviv, I got Nail Sanders. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Noel's an easier one. No. I'm just going to go with Noel. In like, so you're, you're obviously from an Irish family. Mm-hmm. What... Niall in a in an Irish accent. Yeah. What what's that like? Is that more like Noel or is it? Nah, it's more like a Nile. Nile. Oh. That's what my dad shouts. I, you know what? I miss it next to your dad at games. Oh, one, one, one of my favorite. One of my favorite memories is when Nile wrists wrists Nile. One of my favorite memories was when you were playing. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but whoever Cipriani was playing for. Good memory there, mate. Who, who, whoever <laughs> Cipriani was playing for. Would have been Gloucester. Yeah. Surely. It would have been Gloucester at the time. <laughs> Does he play league? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so at this A League game, right? So, um, yeah, and y- y- <laughs> your dad was like, "What's that, Chepriani?" And, <laughs> and now I can't hear it any other way. The Chepriani. He's got a big old accent, Rob. Rob, if you're if you're listening, shout out to Rob Saunders. <laughs> we miss you. Um, we, we miss Rob and Jim. We like sitting next to them at games and going out after games. Well, and mate, if you ever fancy coming to Utah, <laughs> come oh. to the Warriors, mate. Oh, have we, have we just broken some breaking news <laughs> on the Memphis <Memphis's> podcast? <laughs> we'll come back to that later. <laughs> so um, you're, you're two of the hottest properties in, um, I was going to say world rugby. Israeli rugby. Israeli <laughs> rugby. Yeah. Let's narrow it down a bit. Fresh from the Holy Land. Um, <laughs> it's quite niche. But, in all seriousness, um, you will have a big following, both of you, within the uh, the Harlequins community, shall we say. Um, a lot of interest around what you guys are doing, where you've been. And uh, so we thought we'd, we'd have this little uh, Christmas special podcast uh, with me and my event fitness friends, who nicely turned up, um, <laughs> to just kind of just kind of go, what, what, what's happened? And I, I think for once, we're going to be semi-serious. I say we, it's me, and my semi-serious is kind of different to normal people's semi-serious, <laughs> but... We're gonna we're gonna do a bit of rugby for once and actually find out kind of what's happened because we've we've been to France before. We did a we did a podcast with Fridge, a good friend of Lafrigo, uh, down in Clermont to just kind of find out what happens because I mean we know nothing beyond English rugby, um, but French rugby something, but Israeli rugby is a little bit more detached from French rugby. Um, so yeah. I guess it's kind of actually a little bit, <laughs> a, li- a little bit. But this is, this is one for actual fans um, for once to actually get, just kind of go what's what's gone on and um hopefully i'll get a biography deal out of this one um which would be nice actually um if anyone from bose is listening i did leave my headphones on the train the other day and i'm having to wear gaming headphones so uh <laughs> if anyone from bose is listening <laughs> i've got a standard size ed so standard size headphones will be Sting great well. bose headphones. Oh Mate, what oh, bose headphones man they were, uh, they're a couple of years old but yeah. it was ah, it was hurts. tough hurts, it was yeah. tough you don't get over those types <laughs> of things, right? Yeah. A pair of gloves, a pair of oh. gloves, a book, okay. and Bose headphones. How'd you lose them? Because I'm, I'm a mug. <laughs> 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 I put them on the train and I was just having such a great time. Yeah, you know, you do? I, d- I don't even, I think I've been, oh, I've been at the Panto. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awful. He's <laughs> 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 I wish someone had told me my bag was behind me when I was getting off the train. Uh, but they didn't. Um, and was it worth it? 
No. Absolutely no, not. it was terrible. Yeah. Panto was awful. Could have told you that, I reckon, before. It was, <laughs> it was an awful panto, but, you know, sometimes you've got to do these things. Let's do some rugby. Yeah. Quins. A subject. I'll, I'll leave it as that. Quins, Quins is... Um, Quinns is obviously where a lot of people over here will, or most people over here will know you from, um, from your time at Quinns. Now, um, you both left, Gabs, did you, you left within COVID times as well? Was it, was it just, yeah. yeah. So both, of you, both of you left during COVID times. Um, so I guess for the fans didn't really know much of what was going on. Um, shall we go to, we'll go to Gabs first. So Gabs, you, you left, you left, uh, Quinns to go to Argen. Yeah. Argen, which we, we must say at the Ven Fitness podcast, as you well know, we are big fans of Argen. Yeah, it was, yeah, I think we played there was it three years ago now. It was three years ago, and that was that was when Ven that was when when Ven came part of the wider Harlequins uh, unit, shall we say? That was when we met you all. For, that was when we met you all for the first time. <laughs> Some of us met more of you than others. <laughs> that was all of it. But yeah, we 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 were big fans of Argen. But um we I guess a bit of a a bit of a shot departure um from Quinn's. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna go into that at all? What what um, happened? I think it was just reflecting on time during during COVID and an opportunity came up to try something different. And there was a lot of uns- oh, a lot of uncertainty during that time, so I rolled the dice and went for it. And then, yeah, that's how I ended up there. And were, were there, or what happened? Did they come to you? Did your agent kind of put some feelers out and say Gabs fancies a bit of French rugby, a bit of Jouet Jouet? I'm not really sure. I've always told my agent I do want to go to France at some point. I yeah. think players even knew that at Queens that I wanted to yeah. go try playing France and. Super rugby was another thing I wanted to try. Obviously, it's a bit different now. Yeah, yeah. But those are two things I always wanted to do. Um, and then, yeah, an opportunity came up. Don't know how it worked. Either we approached them or, mm. or we went into the French market or they approached us. Can't remember. But then, and then, yeah, during COVID, I was like, why not? Especially yeah. after when I found out about what Nile was doing. Yeah. It would be, well, why not do something a bit similar? But stay in rugby. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, no, no we'll, we'll come to you in a minute, no, but <laughs> but I guess I mean I I personally um, will have a different view on this to a lot of our listeners and a lot of other people. Um, but I'm kind of of the opinion that at the end of the day, it's your career. Rugby's your career. You, as much as you know, Quinns fans love you, and you've been brought up through Quinns. Well, you you owe Quinns nothing, um, and it's kind of. People, uh, people from the outside, they say, "Well, why would you go on to play in France?" And I'm looking at it, go, well, "It's it's why three things. Yeah. You get, I mean, the elephant in the room is money, yeah. which is nice. You've got a short career, yeah. you've got a short career. Money's nice, and then going, it's France, which some of it's France, good, yeah. but some of it is the south of France, yeah. and is an amazing culture, amazing foods, average people, amazing weather, yeah, things like yeah. that. And 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 then thirdly, it's just experiencing something completely different, isn't it? So yeah. I, I mean. For me, for me, that's an amazing move. It's an amazing thing to do. You know, if I could in my career, if I could experience something completely different for that, I'd be all over that. I mean, it's a fair, fair play. So I have a very different opinion of that yeah. to a lot of fans who are like, "You should stay at Quinns forever." Yeah, there's, which a lot, there's a lot of Quinns fans out there like that. I got a lot of 
messages so, and yeah, yeah, seeing comments saying, "Oh, why don't you try and stay?" It's just not play, play for on. England. This and that. Yeah. I was like, but at the end of the day, at the time, I, to be honest, my motivation wasn't that. Yeah, I wasn't close enough to the England squad or yeah. hitting those heights to be like, I'm going to stay and try and achieve this goal. I wanted to try something different. Yeah, and naturally progress as I. I was doing so and I think people kind of forget that you, at the end of the day you're, you're people exactly. you're just normal people exactly. like a 22 year old boy yeah, yeah I'm not a robot like. you, that, that happens to be very good at rugby yeah. but you, people want to experience different things you know people are a lot of focus on mental health at the moment people have different you know different things yeah, yeah different aspirations yeah. different motivations people can find it very stale in one place you know in, in my line of work is actually weird to have stayed somewhere more than two, three years, mm. because that's just what's done. So why why should why should rugby be any different? And Especially if so many different. options. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You've got you can go anywhere in the anywhere in the world now. Yeah, literally and anywhere in the world, and you go play rugby. Different experiences. Yeah. It's yeah, a, like I said, cultures. it's, yeah, it's exactly. a short career. Um, but yeah, fair fair yeah. play. So yeah, there we go. Um, Swando, your non-rugby sabbatical. What what happened? The what happened one. there? <laughs> this, is, this is number two. Which mate? one are we yeah. on about? <laughs> I might hit number three, mate. If anyone fancies it, <laughs> I might um, join you. <laughs> so, so how how did you end up? Uh, so, the thing is, so mine was mine ran a little bit longer. So for about two years, I, I kind of knew that for me, I I didn't really want to do rugby anymore, like professionally. So, um, just because I just kind of fell out fell out in love with it. Um, and I, there were so many things I wanted to do, like so many places I wanted to see. And I just felt that I was so restricted as a, as a human, to be honest, yeah. to not be able to go and do all the things I want to do. And those kind of opportunities that they'll open up and those kind of experiences that I wanted to have. So I think for me, I had to, it was a hard one to process because for as long as I can remember, it was like, I want to be a rugby player. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And I kind of hit this point in my life especially after the first time I, well, like I had to semi-retire because of my blood disorder. Yeah. It kind of put this, um, like a bit of perspective thinking like, is this actually what I want to do kind of thing. And, and also, for those who don't know, and this will be talked about a lot just naturally mm. with you, but there must have been an insane amount of, pres- of, of pressure, maybe not in, not uh, like targeted pressure, but just sure, in the background because of your dad. Yeah, so like, yeah, so the thing is about Rob, Rob and and for those who don't know, your yeah. dad was the youngest ever Ireland captain. Yeah, captain was debut. So he, like to be fair to him, like I, I don't Could give him enough soon. credit. But yeah, the, the guy the, he did well. To be fair, he did He's pretty not well. bad. Twenty two years old. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, so yeah, for sure, there was a pathway carved out for me. Yeah. And like, of course, I was slightly felt obliged to walk down it. So I, I felt like obliged. I had to walk down it. Um, which I can understand. Look, I'm I, I have no animosity towards anyone, mm-hmm. anyone because it's it's natural. You know, your your old man played for Ireland. It's I, expected. I'm the it? same position. I'm playing for the same country. So like, it was natural. You know, um, <clears throat> but I think for me, a big part of it was was getting exposed. When I had to stop playing rugby, I'd stopped playing rugby for 15 months when I was 20, 19. And, and that was that was because of bl- blood, a blood yeah, disorder. A blood wasn't disorder. It? Like, yeah. I had no control. So yeah. it was kind of like. At the time, I, I, it made me resent rugby so much because yeah. it was everything that I loved and it was been taken away from me mm-hmm. because of something that I couldn't control. So it naturally, and, like and seeing seeing your like your academy mates, people like Gabs going through and playing, yeah, and, and I'm just stuck, just not even. Like, I wasn't even allowed to train, mate. I was yeah, I was on the do side anything. doing like just laps, mate. Yeah. So like the whole rugby experience, my first initial like taste of professional rugby was a pretty shit one, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so I went away for about 15 months and I came back to Quinns and like. 
I had the hunger to kind of succeed and that because that, that, I'm a driven guy. Yeah. But f- I want to I want to pay for Quinns. That was like my goal. Yeah. And once I paid for Quinns, it kind of like it was almost like the harsh, re- not like it's kind of a sober reality yeah, of yeah. like. Uh, is that not that, that's, that was that, it. that's like okay I, I've now. got there it's happened now yeah what, what's your next what's goal? next and yeah. obviously I obviously I had my my eye set on the island the number nine jersey for yeah. Ireland that's that that's I'm, I'm not gonna lie like I, that was that was a goal of mine but for me I kind of processed weighed it all up and I just didn't think the juice was worth the squeeze for me that's also also really difficult at Quinns when you've got someone like Danny Kerr there in the number nine shirt, which I guess I guess he was a good person to learn from, but he's also uh, uh, right now probably yeah, one of the best nines uh, well, in the country. Yeah, undoubtedly. But I think f- <coughs> he, uh, for me, I, I, I loved I loved um, playing. Well, not playing with him, but, but I learning loved from him, training with Danny because yeah. I learned so much from him. Yeah, in, yeah. in every aspect, where like the rugby and off pitch as well. I think he's just a good dude in, in general. So I learned a lot from him. But yeah, like I said, I don't think. I think for me, it was a big thing, like the opportunity to go do something else was that yeah. was like blinding. So I think, yeah, and I, I made the decision just before COVID hit. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and well, no, sorry, in the middle of COVID. Yeah. And yeah, like I, I honestly, it was tough at the time, obviously, because like, yeah, yeah. a lot of people were like, mate, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, and like kind of telling me how to live my life, which was- It's tough. It's quite shit because yeah. you're like, mate, I'm the one going through this. I've been through this for two years now. Like, it's not a decision that I've come to lightly and by any means. And yeah. Like, yeah, it's something I want to do. And I honestly, I haven't, I, I've zero regrets. I, I'm just a happier guy in general. And you had, you had, I assume your family was supportive of it. Yeah, first couple of weeks, it was hard for them to understand because maybe them, I don't think they thought I was that genuine. Yeah. But, um, oh man, I was just, I was just an unhappy guy for like, no, I wasn't unhappy like the whole two years. Yeah. But I'd have serious pockets of like, really like, which is why am I doing yeah, this? And they just became more and more like frequent. So yeah. I just thought like, something's got to change. I yeah. like, and, and at the end of the day, rugby's a game. It's, yeah. it's, it's a sport. It's a Ex- game. Exactly. It's, n- it's not worth anything. Or a job. More. It's yeah, a job. It's, exactly. And that's one thing, actually. One thing was a big indicator for me was mm-hmm. when you, you professional sport, it's, it's, it's not a job. It's a. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's it a takes passion. over your life. It's a passion. As well. It's yeah. a passion. And I started treating, the second you start treating like a job, yeah. It's it's curtains, mate. Yeah. And, that, and I knew in my head, I was like, right, I've got this many hours. To, yeah, you're okay. just turning then, up to do it. Home, and then it's like, okay, I'm just waiting for the weekend. And then I'd go on these fucking, like crazy weekends or these. <laughs> Barca. Barca. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, said about that one. To, right? to your dad's house as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like that, that became an indicator. I was like, I was just looking forward to those moments too much yeah. to the point where I just wasn't focused. And, and like, it's like someone working for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. And you're, I you're doing that. your Monday to Friday concept, yeah, exactly. to get your time off. So I think the right decision for me and was just to stop and and take a couple months out. And I honestly didn't think I was going to come back to rugby. But did you have an initial plan, or was it just no, I'm no, just no, going to no. take time mate, off? It and was see take what time happens. off. I had some money. You met saved. this guy. <laughs> no plan whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it's not something I do very well. So uh, yeah, yeah, mate. I just booked a one way ticket to Brazil, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, I mean, you. You did quite well there because we were all locked down. Yeah, you were just partying all the time. time. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. He's had a screamer there. <laughs> no so restrictions well. at all. And we're just like, we're here Absolutely watching. Zero, we're yeah. here watching your Insta stories. And yeah. you're just like on Copacabana like, Beach. Like, living through. Yeah, a lot of people were like, <laughs> like you haven't posted I'm sitting in my, like, in, my back, in my back bedroom just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. at my desk. Like, this guy's mugging us <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it was, it was a good time, mate. It was a good time, yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. So, my, so two slightly different reasons, but yeah. s- strangely linked almost in that once the passion's gone, 
you want or you just want different life different opportunity I think that was the like yeah Gabs wanted opportunity in France it's comfortable isn't it, it was, there, I guess yeah. it was comfortable for you guys I don't, I don't want to say that from my side because I'm obviously not a professional rugby player and it's an incredibly tough job but you're in you're in the club you've grown up in the club it's just oh, kind of what you do isn't it yeah, it's just, it's just easiest, repetitive the easiest, decision, the easiest decision was for both of us to stay 100% and that's what kept me there for two years was that it was an easier decision just to stay put Yeah. even though I'd had these thoughts of leaving and I'm sure Gabs you probably had the same like there was times you wanted to leave the club but it was yeah. just an easy decision just to yeah. stay put you're yeah. getting paid you're doing we're from here like oh, we, know, so we know everyone what yeah. you love in the yeah we live together so it was yeah. like by a great kebab shop yeah like it was a good life it's your best kebab yeah, shout out. there she is. Yeah, shout out. Best cake of Yeah, <laughs> they've got a good Instagram as well. Actually, I know, mate. The guy drives a the guy, yeah, yeah, the guy drives a uh, one of them drives a, a G wagon. Yeah. Oh, he's got like a picture of like Ivanovic in there or someone like just after Chelsea yeah, training. G- <laughs> yeah, 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 mate. It's uh, I'm not sure why he's driving a G wagon, <laughs> but he's yeah, made all that money. <laughs> yeah, just something. Are you having me around the rack entrance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What happened next? I mean, we, we touched upon yours, Niall. You, uh, but I mean, that's probably enough to fill another couple of episodes of pod. But you basically <laughs> just went on a, a big bender in Pretty Brazil. Much, yeah, yeah, big and bender I, in Brazil. I eventually came back. Yeah, there you go. That money. So just completely, complete life change, oh, complete mate, new experience, was, yeah. and just, just the yeah, mate, enjoyed just it. Go and have a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I assume met some people, like-minded people, yeah. and just yeah, mate, it was yeah, I met some great people actually. My my girlfriend at the moment I met her when I was like, fourth day of Brazil. Sweet. So it was a bit of a winner for me, yeah. So I came back with a with a ball and chain, yeah. which <laughs> no one no one was expecting. <laughs> no one was expecting that, yeah. yeah. Gabs, anything nice from France? <laughs> what was Argen like? I mean, because we so so as we've alluded to on many pods, we've had a a bit of an experience in yeah. Argen, right? But what I do remember of Argen is that when the uh, when the dust settled in the morning. We woke up to well, not we, but one of our three woke up to messages of, "What the fuck were you doing last night?" Um, not you, I mean, not the three yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean my three, and I think you can guess exactly who <laughs> the three it was. Uh, <laughs> no names, names, but you know, I might beep that out. I'll probably leave it. In. Um, but when the dust settled and we woke up in the morning, there's there's not really much going on in Argen, is there? There's no, there's there's not a lot going on there. It's a, it's a small town. I didn't well. I didn't mind it at all. I had two good mates there. Mm. One who came out actually to, not my next club, but the club after that to play in mm-hmm. Israel. Um, it was a very good brunch spot there. Was there? We were there quite often. Which one was that? Was that the one with the... It's like called Quartz. I think it was quite new. Oh, okay. So we, yeah. we went to a little coffee shop that had like two floors in it. And oh, it might be that. Yeah. The, that the, the French woman that spoke English. Well, no, I mean, a one. lot of them do. It yeah, yeah. Decent yeah. coffee shop. I actually bought two. Uh, so I obviously, uh, as a non-drinker, I didn't. I was just a bit tired in the morning, so I went out and I was like, "I'll get the boys a coffee." You know, yeah. I, I like my coffee. Got a nice shiny new coffee machine around the corner, and <laughs> I'm into my coffee. And I thought I'll go and get some nice uh, French coffee for the boys. So I went around the corner, got a couple of flatties, yeah, flat take right. take them back to the room, um, which was horrific. The hotel never stay in whatever. I don't know what hotel we stayed in, but never stay there. It was yeah, like yeah. it was like a brothel without the good parts. Um, <laughs> and I took the coffee back to him. Jamie's like, "Yeah, nice coffee." Ben's like, "Yeah, nice coffee." Ten seconds later, it's in the toilet. Oh, so you know, yeah, no, the hotels, the hotels are great. You should have stayed in either Bordeaux or Toulouse. Yeah. It's only an hour away. It's expensive yeah. though. Yeah, nice. Mm, We're cheap, mate. You've met us. <laughs> yeah. a bit of the Nero. 
but yeah, so so what was what was what was Argen like as a player? You turn up, I guess. Do you speak French? No, I didn't speak French. None at all. Didn't or know a word of it. Nice. But then, no, we couldn't do less French lessons there because of COVID. Yeah. Obviously, um, look COVID. But yeah, it look. was. Uh, I, I didn't mind it because it was new. Like, yeah, it's it just, just a new experience. Yeah, just taking in different things. Um, but after a while, it was we weren't winning any games. Yeah. Um, I kept getting injured there. And the squad wasn't that tight. I had a few good mates there. I still speak to you now. Yeah. Um, the squad wasn't that tight. So then that's what led to me leaving in January. The cliche about French rugby being, I'm not going to say lazy because we've already done a whole episode when Fridge just said yeah. they're all lazy. But yeah. the cliche about it being quite forward dominated, was it quite, oh yeah, massively. was yeah. it a lot quieter for you personally than than playing in the premiership? Just um, At Argen, no, because they encourage us, or encourage outside backs to come in and get involved yeah when the players go the other way but no it is definitely forward dominated and very direct mm-hmm. so you don't really you don't really have to read a lot of plays it's kind of like this guy's running straight at you deal with it yeah so different very different yeah, yeah. very different but better different worse different I don't know for me just it different was, it, for me it was better different yeah because I physically that was like physically in defence that's probably where I had to improve yeah you're adding new aspects to your game I guess aren't you and the other side of the ball that's what they encourage which is what I could do anyway so yeah so so, and then you went from Argen to Montpellier Montpellier with um, is Francis there? no he was at Biritz no he's at Biritz I actually saw him the the first weekend I moved to France I went and saw Francis did you? yeah nice it was a good little weekend yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's a good that. did you you know anyone at Montpellier? no I didn't but um, How was that? Alex Zosky was there, also oh, yeah. formerly Saris and back there now, and Cobus Reinhardt, who was at Saints. They a couple of decent really players good, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. players. How, I mean, Montpellier from the outside sounds like a very romantic place to go in terms of his nice French seaside-ish yeah, town. Yeah, so it's and a very, very nice town. Um, quite studenty. Yeah. No, sorry, very studenty. Really? Okay. Um, How did it compare to Argen? Is it? Oh, much, much better. Really? Much better, yeah. Just more going on. and A, l- a lot more going on. Like, it's an actual city in France. they got all posh shops and stuff there, aren't they? I bet, yeah. bet they got a Louis V there. And Probably. Yeah, it's that, that sort of place. <laughs> <laughs> it's that sort of place, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, Swando was shopping at Louis V, but it was, it was, <laughs> it was on Copacabana Beach. I so got the author, I got, mate, I got <laughs> the, the authenticity got was a little bit sketchy. He's not changed that as Louis V club since So, yeah, Montpellier, a little bit. A little bit better, but... Yeah, but then again, the playing side of it, we, the team was struggling a bit, got better towards the end of the season, but I just, the story of me in France was, I just couldn't stay fit. I was just getting injured Yeah, pretty much every game I came back, which has never happened to me in my career so far. And it's tough, isn't it, if you, yeah, it if you can't I get run of games? To, I didn't know how to deal with it. I was always, whenever I was training, it would be training to get back fit rather than yeah. training to push on and see what the next level I can hit is. And I think so. people externally don't really appreciate that, do they? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like you've just said, you're you're training to get fit. So you're never mm-hmm. really at that, you've never had that sort of length of time when you've been fit, you're ready, yeah. and then you can go back in. It's kind of rushing to that point, not getting fully fit, and then it just, it's like a vicious yeah, cycle, isn't it? Again, yeah. And not to mention also, like, Gabs and I live in a two-bed flat in Isha. Mm-hmm. No green during the whole of COVID. Yeah. So like there's not a lot you can do to, to get like run around and like and someone like Gab's an explosive athlete wouldn't it like do you know what I mean and then you're you're mm. being rushed into like a professional setup yeah and, and a professional setup that doesn't care about you they just want you to play yeah, yeah whether yeah. you're injured or not so 
yeah. yeah so you so you come to France with no yeah. real so yeah the, the the medical side of France is a lot different to the premiership they kind yeah. of just they don't Strap leave you, you to yourself but they're like okay like you're injured get fit it'll be a shorter recovery time and yeah. they don't want you to go play straight away whereas at Quinn's I was actually looked after really well yeah. by Quinn's medical staff which is probably why you so didn't have that exactly. run of injuries yeah. I guess from the outside what we, what we would see as viewers is things like the French uh, the, the, the attitude towards head injuries which might not be widespread but that's the kind of the only exposure we get from the outside of you know dodgy head injuries yeah. chucking people back on and you kind of you think that's really alien as a concept because mm. that just wouldn't happen in the Prem or not from the outside it wouldn't yeah. you, you'd see if there was a head injury in the Prem you'd hope and it yeah. looks from the outside that they actually take a pretty cautious prudent approach on that and they're just like no you're off you're not playing uh, I know there's been a few at Quinn's a few head injuries at Quinn's and they seem to be looked after pretty well and they take your time coming back and everything so I guess that's not a great thing if if the French attitude towards injuries is like we'll just yeah, we no, just rush you through. You're an asset to us. You yeah. just you, we need you back on the pitch. But um, so yeah, and then so you left France just. So yeah, I left France. Well, I was in talks to stay in France for a few more seasons, but they fell through because of the injuries. Yeah. Then I had another year back at Argen. They got relegated to Pro D two, which I I didn't want to play in. Yeah. And because I was getting injured all the time and the group wasn't great at Argen, I decided to, to leave yeah, and try and find something in the premiership, which we got very close to, but a few technical things yeah. didn't allow it to happen. So yeah, that's how the Tel Aviv so, stuff eventually so, happened. So there you go. We'll, we'll go no further than technical issues, but yeah. there, it, it wasn't a lack of want. It wasn't you no. not wanting to play in the premiership. No. It was it was external causes yeah, that was were out of your control. One from two parties, but third parties got involved. And yeah. Yeah. So there you go, Fem Fitness exclusive. <laughs> yeah. you heard it ba- basically, couldn't sign, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we'll come back to that later, though, because we are a breaking news podcast at the Fem Fitness podcast. Tel Aviv. Um, Gabs, I know we've just been talking to you, but I think we're going to go to you first because actually, you you arrived at Tel Aviv first, didn't you? And then Swando, you yeah. you followed a bit. Um, that's how good it was. <laughs> I had to get involved. Yeah. Let's let's go let's go before that. Then we'll we'll, we'll talk to we'll talk to Niall, uh or Noel or Neil, yeah. any of the above. Oh yeah, <laughs> just not Neil. No. <laughs> yeah, Neil, Neil, Noel, or Niall. I'll take that. So yeah, so Niall, so you, you've you've been swanning around in Brazil. Mm-hmm. What happened next? So you, you come back and you right. Just so I looked at my wallet. Moss came flying out. <laughs> so I thought I better get home. I thought back to Cobham. Yeah, all right, okay, yeah. They got, they got go magic gig somewhere else. They got magic money <laughs> trees in Cobham. Just come back, see what I can do. I've heard that if you walk around Cobham, it just magically fills <laughs> up the money. <laughs> <laughs> you look homeless, so just give me money. Yeah, so I um, flew back to London and then I was actually meant to go, uh, people aren't going to believe this, but I actually got a little uh, teaching <laughs> qualification <laughs> in English and everything, if you can believe it. Um, so I was going to head out to Hong Kong. Oh, um, yeah. To what, go, Hong Kong Scottish or one of the others? Uh, I was actually signed up Valley. Oh, yeah, it's nice out there. And, uh, yeah, and I, my, one of my family friends is out there and it looked, it looked like a great lifestyle. And that was yeah. kind of what I was looking for. I was like, yeah, I want to play some rugby, but... I want to have a lifestyle as well. Yeah. They're all posh boys over there though. Yeah, That's yeah, I wouldn't fit in. Um, <laughs> so you. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be down like Langquai Fog every weekend. Just like. <laughs> <Handy> glove. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so I literally was meant to do that and um, like it was all signed, ready to go to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And then 
I actually found out the quarantine was three weeks in the hotel it's, room. It's still three weeks now as yeah, well. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. It's One of my mates did it and it, he honestly was like coming out a different bloke. Shell of a man. Personality change. Shell of a man, yeah. That's tough as well. And, and, and if you're going to be an athlete, mate, and then, like you just said, like when you boys are in Isha. Yeah, and what can you do? That's mad. And trying and to mate, keep fit. They, like, be like so, the Aussie Open when they're whacking the tennis ball against the bed. You'll just be like sticking the bed on its side using it as yeah. a tackle bag. Like, well, like you probably week, wouldn't because yeah, you're a scrum would, yeah. off, but <laughs> you'd be running away just from passing it. a match. Yeah, yeah, you'd pass the pillow across, yeah. Get um, one of those Dyson fans, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like Quidditch. Mate, honestly, and the rooms they give you because you don't really get a choice. And so the room that I was in, mate, honestly, it couldn't have been... It, it was like small cr- like criminally small like I was like this can't be legal it's, like, it's not exactly known for it's spacious yeah, site accommodation yeah. out there is it Hong Kong aren't exactly used to well they're not exactly known for their yeah well treatment of <laughs> human rights of human rights yeah yeah um, topical podcast so yeah so I ended up just throwing that out because um, my dad actually was like you should go to the MLR he was like you honestly you should go to the MLR be, it's only six months that's major league rugby isn't it yeah major league rugby so in America yeah. and they're like it's only six months um, and then you get six months off so I was thinking you know what that suits me down to a T it means I can make some money for six months and yeah. do something I do enjoy at a lower level which I didn't want to go like yeah, it would have been a I had people like I, my, one of my old agents was like would you fancy coming back to the Prem like there's mm-hmm. clubs that will offer you yeah, and yeah. I just just didn't there was nothing that I really wanted to, there was nothing there for me yeah. and I just thought there was, it wasn't like I'm just going to go back to that and then have the exact same and the, the travel with the MLR as well to be fair because they're kind of spread across the country aren't yeah, they exa- so you're experiencing exactly. you lots of different America, stuff which is what I want to do travel and then you, you might as well get paid off, to do it and you get paid to do it and yeah. six months off I can nip down into South America whatever do Central America that kind of couple of Quinns boys over there as well aren't they? is it Harry, Harry yeah, Barlow, Barlow Robbo yeah, wasn't there Rob Shaw um, there's got the thing is there's quite a big name quite a few big names going over I think the, the league actually is quite an exciting one yeah because I think it will grow is it Marnonu over there as well Marnonu yeah he was yeah. at San Diego yeah so there are some names Ben Foden as well yeah Chris Pennell drummer here oh what the yeah, Worcester fullback yeah exactly and um, oh uh, uh, Matt Gitto and Gitto uh, Ashley Cooper yeah Ashley, Adam Ashley Cooper just, that tore up that league yeah and like 38 years yeah. old um, that's like Paul Skulls coming to your final yeah, song. Yeah, 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 <laughs> just for a laugh, yeah. <laughs> Ping and balls. <laughs> um, yeah, so I decided to go over to, sorry, yeah, where was I? Yeah, so I'm going to go to the MLR. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so then Gabs, I saw Gabs in Tel Aviv and obviously Dimitri was the... And So that's Dimitri Kachikilis yeah. who was, yeah. he was kind of signed as Quinn's like new wonder boy. Yeah. And then was it in his yeah. first start or second start? Broke, yeah. broke a bone in his throat. Yeah, yeah I think it was... It was a, Unfortunate, something really some freak accent, yeah. And, and put him out for eight months. He didn't, did he ever really play again? He kind of played on he and did, off, didn't yeah. he? But he did play, but he didn't, not the he same, didn't get much love. He didn't get much him. love for whatever reason, yeah. yeah um, no idea why, yeah. <laughs> really liked him. I'm not gonna yeah. name him, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> out, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, don't worry, we're all then. guzzy out here, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, lovely, <laughs> yeah. So, Gab's obviously went over and um. Yeah, I well, I went because I didn't have anything third party. Yeah, about Malaki, and then Dimitri contacted me, and then long story short, he's like, "Oh, if you, if you don't have anything by the time our games start, you mm-hmm. can come out here and play with us." And I was like, "Yeah, of course," and that's pretty much the only reason why I did it because because of Dimitri. I knew Dimitri was a really nice guy, yeah. and he he wasn't gonna bullshit me with what the setup would be like. And he yeah. said the head coach was a guy he went to when he was kind of at a crossroads mm-hmm. in rugby as well which was 
similar situation so to he's, me. he's like a good person yeah, as well as a, a coach person. sort of thing uh, yeah he's a hero so because yeah. i think i saw you in the summer and i think you were still kind of yeah i had no idea what i was doing kind of still hoping there what well, not uh, not yeah. hoping but you know still waiting to see what was going to happen weren't you and yeah and then come to october nothing so i go out there with both rather both my great <laughs> he was a good roommate good to see him again how's how was his aunt Oh yeah, still has smash written. On it. <laughs> He's yeah. So funny, he is such a funny. <laughs> He's not changed one bit. But no, it was it was good. Uh, moment I got there, and was just a loads of lo- a load of people getting to know each other, finding out finding our feet again. And we were all there for similar reason because the clubs we were at or formally at kind of like a, it was like alone it was like yeah. it was like it was like 30 lads all they, going alone together yeah, yeah. it was quite really like, like a, yeah. a need for us or we were rejected at some point was it yeah was it like the rugby version of last chance you i, I, I literally it. said, that, I literally that, said yeah. that which one is ronald ollie then i haven't watched it oh you need to watch that you need to watch it but yeah, that's so it's sort of like that. It's kind of guys that are trying to, I yeah, guess, reignite your careers. Some and just singers, there's some lads who are like 19, there's some lads who are 22, like yeah. Gav's obviously 23, 24. So yeah, the, yeah so the, the lads who are young, it, it was just a mixture of just a bunch of good people yeah. who just who want to play rugby yeah. but weren't getting the opportunity for whatever reason in their own country. Yeah, and yeah, and so Gab's came yeah. back, and so Gab's away so, for three yeah, weeks. Three weeks. It was, it was really good out there. And was I, that what three weeks of just training with the team, not actually no, playing, so or was I, that? So we, well, myself and I have been training together for for ages. Very now. hard. And then very <laughs> hard. <laughs> I could tell. Everyone, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the leanest setup we've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so this some hard yakka here. Mainly, <laughs> mainly because Jamie and Ben aren't here. But oh, I'll tell you what, the three of us, we are looking special. Yeah, really <laughs> So I, I I came back from Tel Aviv. They didn't expect me to um to join up with them again. They said if I find anything like in the top league, go. Like we'll let you go. We want to yeah. see you progress. And I and I did actually. I was meant to sign for Glasgow for six months, which yeah. would have been good. That fell through for whatever reason. And then I think I got a message from Nile in the morning. Yeah, so I was I um I actually was actually at the gym and um, oh, really? I know yeah for ones <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gabs so I was messaging Gabs and Dimitri had called me mm-hmm. and he was like look mate because of the whole Omicron in South Africa because a lot of the lads were from South Africa yeah they, they can't fly out because obviously they were going into lockdown more yeah. whatever and the nine Nick Groom was the was the you know, I think it was the captain? Was the ca- captain. So mm. that's what I kept telling Gabs. I was like, just tell Dimitri I can, I can play any position. <laughs> get yeah, me, and I want to go. I want to come. And Gabs was like, yeah, mate. I've now done the captain. Yeah, and, he, and he's also Nick Groom's unbelievable player as well. Um, it's like keeping the team together. Yeah, yeah, like the glue of the team. The glue of the team. So I really had no hope getting in without um, something happening. And uh, yeah, so Dimitri called me. and was like, look, he's he's actually he's stuck in a, in South Africa. Like, would you like to come? Yeah. And I was like, mate more than anything like i'd absolutely love gab's told me how good it was um saw videos and stuff it looks like and gab's genuinely came back he was like there's not a single bad bloke in the squad and i was like yeah probably just saying that (laughs) but like we got there and i was like mate (laughs) there isn't a single bad guy i'll I'll be honest for the end of season celebrations it looked like a tight and very loose squad (laughs) it was it was one of the best things that I've ever done in my rugby career. And I get this printer as well. Unbelievable. <laughs> Great bit of kit. We'll I'll try, I'll try get to get it for Christmas, but... <laughs> I'll get that picture off you and stick it hey, on our is, Instagram. What a bit of kit yeah. that is. I'm surprised your dad doesn't have one of those. I shows. know, I know, I know. We'll, 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 we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you just made him aware of it. I reckon he'll have it, but in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah, so we went literally, so then literally called found, Gabs. Uh, yeah. I texted Gabs, I was like, mate, I'm going to Tel Aviv. Yeah. And he was like, what? The night before, or the day before, found out that the Glasgow deal couldn't go through. Yeah. Then I was on the phone to Dimitri saying, Within yeah, half an hour, literally. Gab takes me back, being like, "I'm coming as yeah, well." Yeah. On the same flight, I <laughs> was like, like "Come sweet, on!" And, I, and I feel like I know. I know. Obviously, it's not. I mean, it's a bit annoying that you meant to start Glasgow and it falls through. But I, I guess you weren't probably too upset having to go back to Tel Aviv. No, I wasn't at all because I always, I always said, well, the initial plan was to go to Tel Aviv for three weeks, but it changed because of COVID. Other teams couldn't get into the country. Yeah, but I said as soon as I left, I, I want to come back. Yeah. So if nothing comes up, like I've You'll be if straight you can back. Take me. I'll be. I'll be straight back. Yeah. And, um, That's and a cool yeah. thing to do. Like, yeah. It was, got to pay. Got to class. She got paid in Russia. Got to play in Georgia. Yeah. Paid first first professional game ever in Israel. In Israel yeah. yeah. Which is quite. That is incredible. Isn't quite it? a cool yeah. thing. Yeah. Like I didn't, Thomas didn't even know about that. So how many yeah. games did you both play? So I played six. Six. Yeah. And I came out for the second bit, and I played three. So what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that? Is that? Is six games kind of a whole season for them, or what? What no, does so it look like? It was a. I don't it know was anything a competition, about this. So it was meant to be three home games, three away games. Mm-hmm. There's two sides of the pool, and then then you go into the if you finish first or second, you go into the quarters. Yeah. And obviously, play against the other side of the pool. We finished third, unfortunately, in our side. Yeah. We had the harder side, and in some games, we were just being so silly and didn't pick up a bonus point. Yeah. So. So you so you got six games in. So did, so you played every Tel Aviv game. So I played every game. And how, how many did you get? I played six eighties. Which is, of course. Course. which is more than Still I did the brutal, whole yeah. season in France. <laughs> <Really? Yeah. laughs> what about you, Noel? How many did you play then? Uh, I came... Quite a lot. Yeah, I probably... I got 80 in the first... No, 78 in the first game, 80 in the second, and then like an 85... No, 75 no, in the next one. Oh, yeah, so, you, so, so, yeah, had, so you had nearly three, four games as well. Game, yeah. And I got thrown in like... Blowing? I was <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was... How many How many like, weeks of full training did you do before it? I mean, None. Like, be- yeah, no, I we went to Com Rugby like once a week. To I mean, go, like, I, I'll be honest, my uh, my uh, my spies did tell me that you've been at Cobham and you've been you've yeah. been on fire as well. Man, I <laughs> I, I was told someone said no, I was down at Cobham. Oh, the boy can still play. Too. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, like, because my brother's a captain down at Cobham. Yeah, so like, it's a no-brainer. I'm I'm a Cobham boy yeah, through yeah. and through. Like, I played for that club. Like, I will always be a Cobham boy. So for me, it was a no-brainer yeah. just to go down there, and, and they welcomed me in. Was really nice. So it was nice to go back, and also I did the thing is that what I really wanted to do was play one game with my brother. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, so I was actually due to start a game because um, my brother was coming back from injury, mm. and I was meant to start. I think it was on the wing, and mate, I'd I'd been on I'd been on this golfing trip for like <laughs> three days, mate. And when I say we must have had the like, loosest golfing, mate, it was one of the loosest things. It was. And I'm not going to lie, that's saying something. It was crazy, <laughs> mate. And um, it was just a good trip, mate. It was a good trip. And then I I basically got roped into this game and my hammy's just pinged in the, yeah. in the, in the warm-up. Cause, <laughs> mate, I'd been, I did like 56 <laughs> rounds of golf in three days. Yeah, yeah. So my legs were shot. Yeah. And I was even, I was so hungover. As well. And I was in the car with <laughs> my brother and I was, I was like head in the hands. I was like, mate, I just don't think I can play. <laughs> I don't think I can play. Lo and behold, someone up there yeah. was looking yeah, down at me. Big was looking up. Gave me a little tour on hand. So uh, I got to skip out yeah. the game. We need you in the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. No, it was uh, it was quite annoying because it was. Well, I actually did really want to play with Ryan because never got to play with him. Um, and he's a good he's a good rugby player, and it was just one of those things I never got to not got to do, and I don't think I probably will now because I'll be away and. Um, mm. Wherever I'm going, wherever you're going, undisclosed location. Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which might be announced later. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> what What was the um 
just a few more quick questions on Tel Aviv. What, what, what's the standard like compared to, could you compare it to any levels over here, would you say? So it's, it's a weird one. So because of the dynamic of our team, mm. so we had maybe 10, 12 boys who were there for the week of the game and then once the games were done, they'd go home. So the yeah. team wasn't together a lot of the time. So we never hit the heights that I think we could have. So you had some good individual players, but good individual. that so team... So you had like Nick Groom... Josh Strauss, um, obviously Ronaldo Bofma. Mm. The fly half is really good. Jordan Chai and the fullback. Those are like the big like names. standout players. Fullback is class as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we played against, oh, I think Black Lions had, what's it, 10, 11 Georgian internationals? Yeah, I mean, they were the lads who played. Like, like 10 team. of them played against England. I was going to say I was a scrum, but you won't care, uh, will you? Yeah, no, <laughs> our, our scrum was in reverse the whole game. <laughs> I think we won. I generally think we won two scrums yeah. the whole, for three <laughs> um, games I was in. But you expect that against an international. Like, you're not yeah. putting the ball in, right? I was like, you're getting driven back <laughs> by all of them. Yeah. Doesn't matter where I'm putting the ball, lads. But yeah, the stand, I don't know, I wouldn't be able to to put a level on it but it was a, it was a good standard for me to come back yeah. play some rugby after a so what, it's, 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 it's massively physical yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, the physicality was so like, it wasn't like turning up to your Sunday league and nah, just nah, nah, pissing nah, around nah. the boys yeah. want like lads were there to play and like yeah. it was so I think well we played the the best team in Russia who were in the Challenge Cup yeah yeah. maybe so there was some season, season, like, they're good teams before, but so. and the, the, the thing is like I've said everyone else was so well drilled compared to us Yeah, because yeah. we, we, there was no cohesiveness so just purely because the first game in October we had six Fijian lads turn up I think two or three days before the game because yeah. obviously COVID and travelling and all that and yeah. then Playing on the Saturday, yeah. So they but arrived on a Wednesday. Playing on the Saturday, yeah. But Which good is mad. Some good but tries, yeah, like so some. Yeah, one of them's also playing in an undisclosed league that we're about to. Apparently, You say some good tries. Obviously, this man here has obviously got pictures of him putting some acrobatic <laughs> finishes in because it wouldn't be Gabs if he wasn't like upside down scoring a try. Yeah, they, might, they might have been orchestrated. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up the training park. There might have been no one chasing me down, oh, but yeah. you know, he's still got to flip over the line. You're not going to not. Away days as well? Were they? I guess you didn't, oh you didn't get a full-on away day experience because no. of COVID, but were they still pretty it nice? Was, mate, we, it was a shame for you, but Moscow. Yeah unbelievable place really yeah, oh that amazing. stadium looked incredible oh, so that mate. was that was in Penza I was it oh sorry game, but the Moscow game the pitch was actually horrendous but that whole week <laughs> just a fun class. week yeah it was so close we so, were out the hotel every day oh so so when you do an away trip you go for the week and you train there would you rather yeah, than training at home and moving there for yeah. the game so we did like a full away tour oh, Georgia cool. for the it is in October Georgia for the week and in Russia for two weeks. That seems like a pretty cool way to do it, actually. Yeah, it was class. Yeah, you get, get to, to see different areas of the world. Yeah, well. yeah. And almost like you get a better taste of the culture, I guess, if yeah. you're spending weeks there rather than just well, like, like, like the Quinns boys going to um, wherever they went the other week. Cast, that we had cash that we didn't go to and literally flying in and flying out that night sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I think I should just, I'm not just saying this because I love it, but I think it should just be like a standard procedure. No, you always that's, how, that's how yeah. stuff should be. It just should be, you share the night, 100%. you enjoy the beer. The lads are going to go drink. They're gonna, if they want to drink, they're going to drink. They anyway. don't want to get home at three in the morning. Exactly. Well, they don't want to get to their own home at three in the at morning. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back to a hotel. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Or later. But we yeah. won't talk about <laughs> our <Arge> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what hotel? <laughs> so all in all, a pretty good experience. Oh, 10 out of 10, mate. Yes. It was one of the best things. I'd do it again. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy Gabs mentioned to me. Yeah. It, mate, 
Best and, thing I've done. And I'm maybe. assuming Ronaldo had similar. Because, uh, I mean, uh, shout out to Ronaldo, good friend of the pod. We, yeah. You know, he's had a few articles printed lately. And I think uh, for him as well, it was a huge, massive, massive huge, thing. Yeah. And just a great... What a bloke as well. Great way to get back. Exactly, yeah. yeah and he made it unbelievable. Played so well in the last game yeah. as well. Yeah. Man of the match, yeah. He just basically was more or less a one-man team that game, really. Yeah. Just tearing up, just yeah. Through, running through lads. Smashing them. Scoring tries, yeah. Literally smashing them. Looks yeah. down at the arm. Taking lads' heads off. <laughs> We'll be Ronaldo without a yellow, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we probably had a f- quite a few yellows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a few unseen um, yellows as well. Genuinely could have been every game. Yeah. Was I, I guess there was no TMO, though, was there? No. Oh, there we go. Oh, Anything mate, goes. I mean, the refing. Don't even, actually, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to I'm not going to get into it. I'll probably piss myself off. So basically, that little scrap in big game the other day, you got that, but a little bit amplified because yeah, there's no yeah, TMO. Yeah, yeah. We love a scrap. I'll tell you what, the Men Fitness podcast, we, we love like a scrap. scrap. I, I, don't get as, I don't get anywhere near as animated in a game until there's a scrap. And, then you know and, I, and I love it when Simo's scrapping because he usually stand up and just go, <laughs> Oh, Father, <don't> get down, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dark Lord's right, coming after you. <laughs> 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 he just loves a scrap, doesn't he? Oh, there we go. 10 out of 10. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I, I put as a question, would you go back? But I think we've answered that already, haven't we? It's, it's just I'm going to look to go back next year for sure. I'm going to sign a one-year rolling contract for the next 15 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I've not got a gig somewhere, I will be in television. Yeah. <laughs> right, fair and, and also, not to mention, great kit. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a lovely, awesome. lovely yeah, bit yeah, of stash. Yeah. The BLK, is it yeah. black or BLK? I don't really know. It's, really know. BLK. it's yeah. nice, isn't it? It's some decent it's, stash. Yeah. Oh. Now sponsored by Bottoms as well. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you got the massage guns or? I haven't yet. I think mine's might have been lost. Yeah, in Ronaldo, if you're listening, <laughs> mate. Yeah, if you're listening. I'll send you my address. <laughs> Shout out. It hasn't get, come yet. Just, I think Royal Mail might have lost just, it. Yeah, just find up DHL and see. Yeah, where it yeah. Is. yeah. I don't know where where it's at, Ronaldo. Get yourself a Bottoms one. cap, as we always <laughs> say. Shout out to Ronaldo and the Bottoms team. Um, all right, we've answered that. I think all it's come to now is the breaking news. Of where we're both going, let's go to uh, let's go to Narvas. What's next for Swando so, Noel Saunders? I'm off to the old Utah Warriors. Utah Warriors, home of Paul Lazike. Over Paul Lazike. Shout out Pasta Lazike. Yeah, Pasta yeah. Lazike, <laughs> the bowling ball. Yeah, <laughs> the run it straight guy. <laughs> run it straight guy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm off to Utah. Actually, heading off um, start of January around then. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, not. I mean, it's. Not the most uh, animated state, I Glamorous think. Glamorous state. Yeah, yeah. for... experience. But exactly, it's experience. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. Honestly, I really am. I think it's it's going to be one of those moments, I think, that when I get there, I'm going to just fall in love with it. And yeah. and also, the main thing is, is what Tel Aviv did was like reignited a bit of... Rugby passion. Yeah, a bit of passion back. Yeah. And like, it was something I did miss. So I think when I get into a good setup and I've heard the lads are really nice there and they've got a good culture and that's... yeah. The, the only thing I really care about, to be honest, is as long as the culture's good, the rugby will follow. So is Utah really high? Is it? That it's got the really high yeah, altitudes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'll I be good for the lungs, won't it? You'll yeah, be nice I know. And, <laughs> I mean, and you got Utah Jazz <laughs> as well. You go to serious <laughs> truth, <laughs> mate. Yeah. You um, go to Utah Jazz as well. Yeah, is it yeah. Booker, Devin Booker there, mate? Well, it's five hours from Vegas, so yeah. So there's a real reason. Yeah, five hours from Vegas, so I think I can get there in the weekend. You never know. You might see me visiting. Yeah, I think you might. I think you might. Well, I heard they do good away days, and if there's one thing we love on the Ven Fitness podcast, it's an away day. We go to Tel Aviv, but that's actually a home day for Ben. And it's he's not here to give me the chat back, so it's serious cash over in Tel Aviv. Yeah. But it's serious cash in Vegas, to be fair. Oh, the equivalent of like 10 in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Night yeah. in it is. Yeah. Like a, like a tenner for a pint. Yeah. Yeah. Ranty's spending a tenner on a pint. <laughs> 30 pounds of muscles. Telling him to place. Yeah. Yeah. What was that we saying earlier? So it's well, one of the boys went out for muscles. Yeah, Dimitri went out for muscles and a beer. And he paid $50. $50. And it was £8 for a pint. And that was a cheap pint. <laughs> and then £30. 30 whole British pounds for some mussels. Wow. Apparently they're very good though. So, well, you know, well, Israel, well known expect- for its yeah, fresh yeah. seafoods. <laughs> golden mussels. But yeah, yeah. If there's two things I know about Israel, it's Jerusalem and seafood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm rugby now. <laughs> well, there we go. Utah. Utah yeah, Warriors. the Warriors. I'm going to be a warrior for a bit. And we'll see what happens. Nice. But Hawaii's getting a team apparently, so oi, oi. The eyes are the eyes on Hawaii for a bit. Oi, that's a long away day. It could be Miami for me next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, Miami, maybe, there. maybe. What about the Guiltinis? Yeah, they got a bit of a flair. Yeah, yeah. The Guiltinis would be up. Yeah, but that's that's old dudes now. Yeah, yeah. new clubs. Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, you got Lulu, mate. Honolulu. That's where it's We're trying to find their feet. Yeah, yeah. We'll find it for them. Gabs, what's next for you? Uh, what what's next to you that, that we can disclose on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. No, so I will be at a um, at a Premiership club next season. There we go. Um, we can we can leave it there if you want. Yeah, yeah, we can leave it there. Um, <laughs> I've got some new motivations and new things I'd like to achieve. Yeah, coming back to the Premiership. So nice. Hopefully, I'll be able to do that at this club. It'll be a great place to do it at. Yeah, struggling a bit this season, but oh, there we go. Yeah, there's, there's, a hit. Hit. Yeah, there's a hit. There's a hit. But but they've got the quality to to be back where they should be. Mm. And the, uh, I, I know a good kebab shop there. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Well, I might have to hit you up for that that's all, I'm, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. It's got a good kebab shop. We'll leave it there. Lovely. And uh, I mean, from all of us here as well, uh, the, uh, very professional, all of us here at the uh, Venn Fitness team, uh, two good friends of Pod. I mean, we're really, really happy to see you boys just getting your motivation back for rugby and getting your... I mean, I'm being really serious once, but it's, it's so good yeah, to see you boys yeah. like Thank get you. back into the game, get the love for it again, and just uh, just doing something you love again mm. and getting that motivation. It's great to see. So that's the most serious you will ever hear me on this podcast. That was lovely. Yeah, <laughs> much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's much time. We're serious as well. Don't forget us. We are serious as well. <laughs> it's time for listeners questions. <laughs> it's me doing them because Jamie's not here. But uh, here we go. Uh, just a couple today because uh, we've we've actually discussed quite a lot on this podcast. But uh, first of all. Um, this is a bit of a serious one, and then we can we'll we'll end with a light-hearted one. This is a deep question. What is the main highlight of your careers? Um, who wants to start? Who's who can pull one out of the bag quickly? I'll start. The main highlight of my career was uh, <laughs> first time I did an accurate Excel formula. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. First time. Got to drop that one Sounds in. riveting. <laughs> <laughs> it was an equals sum. No, I I have no career highlights because I'm an accountant. And there you go, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> My career highlight is that a Friday at five thirty I can log off till Monday at nine o'clock. Yeah. I think I need to go to television as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to take this first? Uh yeah, right. Well, I think for me a big one was uh Junior World Cup final for sure. Because like mm. something that I never actually thought I'd do. Yeah. Um and like quite it was just it was just like a real cool experience. Where was it? This was in Manchester. Oh, so in the Man City's uh, yeah, training. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it was, it was just like, just a great, like for me, I was still at school at the time. So like, mm. it was, I just didn't think it was anything that I'd be doing that year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like also Ireland, never been a Journey World Cup final. Yeah. Never really, prog- I don't think they've even got to the semis. 
Um, first year, first Ireland team ever to beat the All Blacks. Yeah. So at the time, it was a, just like a special team and then got to the final, obviously, bummed by England, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll leave that one out. <laughs> yeah, we can cut that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who was playing on the other side? Go on. Uh, we had your boys? March. March was playing. Yeah. Uh, Malander. Yeah. Uh, Splan was on the bench, I think. Nah. In the no, Asplan, yeah, Asplan was playing. No, he was on the, he was starting. He was starting. Was that yeah. our, uh, but Aspen actually, Robinson. if Asplan, yeah. I bumped Asplan into touch. Oh, right? <laughs> Just so everyone's listening. Yeah, if, if you're listening. He's, you quite, he's quite big, isn't he? Yeah, I'm bigger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, Charlie Piper, Stan oh, South. Yeah. yeah, oh, Stan South. Um, yeah, yeah. Quinn's boy again. Yeah, that, Quinn's boy. That's why I couldn't. Oh, that's all the Quinn's boys anyway. Yeah. Um, Wicked boy as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Shit some yeah, some yeah, yeah, quiz, yeah, yeah, it was, and also not to mention the night out after was Manchester, yeah, man, Manchester, yeah, man, Manchester, yeah, man. I'll yeah. tell you what, I could tell you some stories about Sail Away this season. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I can't, cause I can't remember them, the Daily yeah. Mail would love it. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you that much. And, and if anyone's listening that was there, they'll know what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> Gab's career highlight. I'm trying to think, still trying to think. Tel Aviv, um, mate. I genuinely think it could be my stint of Tel Aviv, just yeah. because. Given the circumstances, staring down the barrel of no rugby for a year, yeah. kind of lost. Like yeah. you lose your identity when you're not doing what you love. I think, and it's and you, it's all you've ever done as well. Exactly, I've mm. been doing it for ages, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. And it stopped me from like going completely off the cliff edge. Yeah, not knowing what I was doing. So, so yeah, I owe a lot to Tel Aviv. Yeah, should I take mine back? I'm saying Tel Aviv as well, yeah. <laughs> I love Tel Aviv so much. Yeah, Mate, when, when Tel Aviv me. got to their first under-20 World Cup final, unbelievable. Unbelievable. They all wore scrum caps though, a bit weird. Yeah, yeah uh, safety first. <laughs> yeah, we're big advocates on that. <laughs> and uh, the final question, just to end the pod in a pretty Ven Fitness way, uh, what's the largest animal you reckon you could take in a fight? Ooh. I have to be. I have to be I'm a land animal. Could I'm be, having to think. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah well, well, no, it depends. Animal. No, because if it was a fish, but it was on land, that's easy. Yeah, true. Be like the in betweeners when he's punching it in the boat. That is true. Well, I reckon <laughs> I could take a shark if it was in the car park on my flat. Fair oh. point. I'll just boot it in the face Envi- and run away because it can't, can't chase me. Bring, bring, bring a bear to outside Mackey's at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's Everton. And he's done. <laughs> outside Isha Mescaval. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe history might repeat itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bloody hell, that's a great question. Um, so I'm thinking I'm struggling as well. Mate, you know what? I don't actually think I could go that big. Yeah, uh, I, f- I feel like if an I'm animal was... I feel like if an animal was like the similar size to you yeah. or like to me, to any of us... I think I want one over. at least like half my size. No, they do. They've got if, they're wi- if they're wild, it's, it's game, game over. over yeah. Yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah. I could take a Shetland pony. <sighs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I one, think I could take one. One kick in the shins. No, no, but yeah, see, like, <laughs> they're so immobile. Like a donkey. I couldn't take a donkey because no, a don- no, donkey is way too it's powerful. Quite, it's quite a dark one because how, how, how are you killing it? Yeah, it's pure strangle to death. Because it's going to be to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably, I don't know, I'll just, you, you've got to immobilize Shetland, it first. quite big, it's quite a big <laughs> one. Big one. Oh, a chicken then, that'll do. Chicken, yeah. <laughs> I could take a chicken. If definitely. you can catch it. Yeah, if you can catch it. That thing is, I'm not a wrestler. I'm, I'll I'm, go one bigger, I'm, I'm a nimble. turkey. I'm a nimble guy. Oh, <laughs> I'll catch it, man. Any advice on turkeys? Yeah. I think we go turkey. Thank you for your question. That was a great question. Insightful. It's a turkey. Nice one, mate.
And that's all we got time for on today's episode of the Ben Fitness Podcast. Um, as always, I've been Ross. And that's it. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us today. It's been a fantastic podcast. A massive, massive, massive special thank you to our two guests, Gabs, Gabriel, Honor, Timmy Lay, and KOD, Ibatoye. <laughs> Brilliant. And Noel. Nailed it. Thank you very, very much for coming. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'd love to have you on again. And uh, all the best for your futures, boys. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate it. See you soon. Well, I say see you soon. It'll probably be three months, but later. <laughs> <laughs>